the Batlow Hotel is standing. But of course, this is one of our big farming regions for New South Wales, and we want to find out how they survived as well. On the line is Greg Moat. He's a Batlow local. He's an apple farmer, and he's also on the board of the New South Wales Farmers Batlow branch. Greg, thank you so much for your time. It must have been a, a terrible weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, quite incredible to be here and look at the uh, damage that's. Uh that the orchard uh, has sustained. Uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of burnt trees. There's a lot of damaged uh, net um, right beside me in the. I'm in the ute making the call, and uh, uh, and the old shed that we we had is uh, it's as flat as a tack. It's just a a pile of um, bent and um, busted uh, corrugated iron. So yeah, it's a it's not a pretty sight at the moment. I can tell you that. It's been likened to somewhat of a war zone. Greg, is that something you'd agree with? Well, I haven't been in a war zone, so I, I wouldn't know. But um, certainly uh, uh, trees are burnt, um, uh, infrastructure is burnt. We've lost um, uh, a number of our main uh, tractors. Our plant has gone. Uh, surprisingly, um, our house is still standing. Uh, so there must have been RFS intervention there to, to save it because the shed that we're next to and the house are only about oh, probably 50 metres apart. So it's, um, it's difficult to think how the shed would go and the, uh, the house would survive. But, um, yeah, it, it's, um, it, it's going to take a lot of rebuilding. There will, there will be uh, blocks of trees that we have to remove because they will be, um, it'll be uneconomic to try and salvage them. There'll be a lot of trees that will die. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty pretty ordinary side at the moment actually. It's quite a fascinating thought that you know someone there may have been a whole team of men and women there on your property saving the home and you've returned without even knowing and they've saved it. Were you in were you in town or had you evacuated? No we, we evacuated on Wednesday evening. We'd, uh, we'd secured as much as we thought we possibly could so we cut a fire break around the around the house um, uh, again, as best we could, and then we knew that on Thursday morning by 10 o'clock there was an evacuation order, and uh, so we we got out, uh, went to Tumut, three cats and two chooks, <laughs> and we were staying with uh, one of one of my sons uh, is renting a house down there, so we're we're staying with them at the moment. So uh, so we were we were tucked up safe and sound. So, uh, but you know you'd you'd have to say that the the RFS have done a phenomenal job. Um, they've, they've done their best. I mean, there are a lot of, there's a lot of homes been lost in the area. Uh, so that's, that's very sad. And it'll take, it'll take a long while for Batlow to recover from this. You say a lot of homes. We're hearing at least 20. We know that one man died while trying to fight the fires. When you say a lot, are you talking 20 or what have you seen? Uh, look, I haven't seen anything near 20, but we're... We're, our, our property is about four kilometres north of Batlow, heading toward Tumut. And on the way up this morning from about six k's out, there were, I think, uh, five houses. And these weren't, these weren't old houses. These were houses that, you know, had been built in the last uh, 25 to 30 years and, uh, and, and really some very nice homes. And, uh, and they're, they're all gone. They're just, uh, they're just, you know, they're just dust and rubble, you know, uh, smouldering ruin. What about the orchards, Greg? Well, the orchards have... have um, our orchard has sustained probably a bit more damage than uh, our neighbours on both sides. And I think that was partially due to some of the, um, 
the timber and the pine trees that had been planted above them. So when those when those pines went up and, and really started roaring, it created a lot of wind and a lot of heat and uh, it's blown down through the through the orchard. So we've sustained damage there. There is a there is a lot of net. We Batlow is about eighty percent um, covered with uh, protective nets uh, for hail, um, birds, bats, and, and so on. And a lot of embers have um, settled on that net, and that's uh, that's melted. So there's going to be a huge job uh, to replace a lot of that net that's damaged. So you know, a, a lot of orchards will be okay, but. Um, there, there is still uh, quite a bit of damage. Greg, just I guess it's hard to, to really estimate, but what kind of impact could this have on, on the industry and the supply and the, the price of fresh fruit? Um, we, we were dealing with a, with a lighter crop this year anyway for, for different reasons. But um, So inevitably, um, difficult to put a percentage on it, but inevitably there'll be, there'll be lower production um, uh, through our... Our, our packing facility here, so uh, and fewer 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 fruit going into cool stores. So um, I, I guess that will impact on prices. Uh, it, it would be hard to think it wouldn't. So uh, I think people have just got to be aware that um, given the the weather conditions right around the country, uh, not only just here in Batley with the heat, but also in other uh, major growing regions like Stanthorpe and. Uh, uh, the Golden Valley and uh, the Adelaide Hills, etc. They, they, they will all be um, uh, suffering from uh, a, a lack of production and b uh, heat-related stress to the trees. So, we're, you know, we're, we're in we're in a bit of uncharted territory, actually. Greg, when you say a lighter kind of crop for different reasons, the drought is that the kind of main reason, the heat yeah. damage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we think so. We think. Um, we think a lot of the problems that, that, that we've had on this property, particularly with our cherries, stemmed from the very hot, dry conditions uh, in January and February last year, where the trees had put all of their energy into to growing what was quite a large crop last year. And I just don't think they had the reserves to um, form uh, the buds for this year's crop. So we've had a light crop, and uh, and now we've got, we've got damage to those trees and that crop. So... Uh, that's part of the reason we're having a we're having a bit of an off year. Greg, your family's been in that region since 1850. That's a fair while. Do you have any doubt Great. at all that this community will rebuild and, and prosper again? Oh, I think people are very resilient in country areas. I, I think uh, I don't think you'll find that there's an exodus of um, either uh, growers or or people from the town. Um, it's a pretty unique uh, and strong little community. It'll band together. It'll make the best of of of, uh, of what it is, and uh, it'll be here into the future. I mean, um, you know, there's always opportunities. So um, it's just a matter of um, for a, for a, an, an operation like that. It's a, it's a matter of having the uh, the cash flow and the capital to to continue to make it happen and to uh, to to move forward into the future. Greg, thank you so much for your time. Best wishes with you and everyone in Batlow as you rebuild.